0: So what happens was like I needed a break from my business years ago, and there's a bunch of reasons. My father ended up passing away from cancer, so there's a bunch of reasons why I let that business go. So here I am, and and I constantly get asked the same questions by women all the time, especially ones that know me. They're always asking me about food. They're always asking me why, how I how I got so confident. They're always asking me questions like, well, how do you do that? Like, how do you confront all of those thoughts in your head? Because I've been able to like master it to a degree Mm -hmm. and i say that in those words because the truth is is the inner critic never really goes away it's a matter of recognizing that she's there and really becoming friends with her because she's she's important in your life because she tells you a couple things hey
1: girl welcome to the minimalist podcast This is a podcast on how you can brand your life and business as an entrepreneur by focusing on mindset, habits, and self-development. Showing up authentically as yourself and embodying your core values is crucial to having a remarkable brand that gains the love and trust of your community. I'm here to help you do just that. So without further ado, let's get into today's topic. Today, I am here with Kimberly Riggins. And I have, we've talked once before, and I just thought that you would make a great podcast guest because you know so much. I feel like I could just sit and learn a lot from you all day long. Um, But it's really exciting, you know, hearing about your background of what you've been doing. um, And then now how you're working with people in the kind of like health coach space. I uh, love your tagline of the anti-diet coach. <laughs> that's that's completely wonderful. So for our audience, if you don't mind, just give us a little backstory of you know, what you've been doing, who you are, um, and what you're doing now. So
0: go sure, ahead. Sure. Absolutely. So right now, I actually do a lot of different things because I'm in transition mode. So I do work a full nine to five job still. Um, I didn't always, but it just happened to be, um, where I'm at at the moment. And then I had them to restart an old business that I used to run, uh, quite a few years ago where I was a health coach and it has changed dramatically my process. And I think the reason why it's changed dramatically is because I've changed dramatically. Right. So Mm -hmm. I'm in a completely different place in my life. Um, the anti-diet coach came from a need and, um, a desire to like really help women who are struggling on that diet rat race roller coaster is what I like to call it, right? It's like they're on that hamster wheel and they can never get off. I come from a background personally where I had an eating issue. I was diagnosed with anorexia years ago. I was, um, it was pretty, pretty severe. And I was able to work through it, but then as I worked through it and I went into the health and wellness world and I started as a personal trainer, I started noticing that there were still some things that were lingering and that were kind of hanging on. So we all go into the health and wellness world with the best intentions, whether it's we go in to wanna work out or we go in to uh, change something or improve something about ourselves. And then there's those of us like myself who's experienced with something sort of traumatic, right? And then you're growing from it. And you think that this is the answer. Like if I exercise right and I eat better, then all my problems will be solved. And the truth is, is that to some degree, I, I 100% got through the eating disorder, but what lingered was the voice, the voice inside my head that constantly told me things that I would never say to my best friend. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. still, um, left like lingering body image dysmorphia kind of issues. And it left some fear around eating, so I became almost to the opposite extreme, right? So I went from not eating anything to then obsessing over being so healthy that I forgot to live, right? <laughs> so, yeah, so what happens was like. <sighs> I needed a break from my business years ago and there's a bunch of reasons. My father ended up passing away from cancer. So there's a bunch of reasons why I let that business go. So here I am. And I I constantly get asked the same questions by women all the time, especially ones that know me. They're always asking me about food. They're always asking me why, how, how I got so confident. They're always asking me questions like, well, how do you do that? Like, how do you confront all of those thoughts in your head? Because I've been able to like, master it to a degree. And mm-hmm. I say that in those words because the truth is is the inner critic never really goes away. It's a matter of recognizing that she's there and really becoming friends with her because she's she's important in your life because she tells you a couple things. One, she tells you and shows you qualities that you really actually want if you dig into the layers of what she's doing or how she's behaving. So she might be really confident and firm and you may not be so confident and firm. So take note to that because it's, she might not be saying the right words and she's definitely trying to deter you from something, but she's also trying to protect you the best way that she knows how it's, it's just like this weird dilemma that you face. But Mm -hmm. if you actually step outside and you, you start to just like, look at her as if she's an And I'm not talking multiple personalities here. I'm just saying like, pull her aside, give her a name and pretend to be somebody else, right? She's a, she's a piece of you. Yes. If You separate her from your mind. You can recognize very quickly that she has a mission and it's totally not the right approach, but she does have a mission. One, she's either trying to protect you or two, she's giving you signs that there's more for you, Mm -hmm. right? And here are the skills or here are the traits that I'm showing you that you have innately in you that you need to figure out how to bring them out into the world. So as much as I love my day job and I'm a digital market, I run a digital marketing house and I work in advertising all day and I help businesses strategically build their messages. I miss, I really missed helping women figure out that there's more in the mm-hmm. world than the next diet, than those 10 pounds on the scale. Because I've seen it so many times. I've seen how it completely disables them and it tears them down at the knees and they can't function or they can't, they can't move forward. They can't start a business because they're gonna wait till they lost those 10 pounds or those 20 pounds. They can't wear a bathing suit. They can't have an intimate situation with their husband. Like it just trickles down and it factors into everything they do. And then mm-hmm. they get to a point where, I'm going to try a new diet next Monday. I'm going to try another diet. And then it becomes, I can only eat healthy foods or I can only stay within my macros or I can only do this or I can only do that. It's suffocating. Mm -hmm. And then what they were really attempting to do initially was to build their confidence and feel better about themselves. And in this process, they feel like crap, right? (laughs) And their confidence goes, whoa, whoa
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of feeling that free release of, I can be confident, be me. They're putting, they're putting more restrictions on who they are and what they can do and what they can't do. So it's just limiting them that much more.
0: Correct. I mean, listen, you know, I mean, you're a mom and you are running a business and you have a lot of other things going on in your life. And as women, we wear like a multitude of hats, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's never ending and, and it's not going to change. It's not, let's be real. Like we can say it is, we can pretend it is, but it's not going to change. We're always going to be a mom. We're always going to be a wife. We're always going to be the caretaker of whoever. And then we're going to have our business and our passions and our side gigs and all the things. Mm -hmm. But the person that needs to be paid attention to the most is you, right? Is us. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know about you, but if you don't have your cup filled, you can't really take care of anyone else. Yeah. So if you don't love who you are intrinsically, like deep in your soul, love who you are, whether you have gray hair, wrinkles on your face, you know, an extra 10 pounds, cellulite on your butt, it doesn't matter because that's not what you're made of. Like, yeah, those are pieces of you, but that's not what you're made of. That's not what you're supposed to bring to the world, right? So my passion is like, I want to just... I want to scream it from the rooftops. It's the craziest thing. And once I start talking about this and you're laughing, but I'm like, oh, I could say so much about this.
1: Yeah, no, I'm just like excited off your energy. Like I feel your energy from this stuff. I'm like, she's on a soapbox. She could go all day long on this. Topic. Oh, I
0: could totally go all day long. Um, but my the bottom line is this, I mean, I know what it feels like to be, emp- to feel empowered. And I know I've worked with women where I've seen it, like it clicks, it's like we've worked together and we we dig into the deep layers, we pull it back like an onion and we're like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Why is this happening? Mm-hmm. Because honestly, that's where the truth is, right? You, even, even in like, I'm not saying don't lose 10 pounds. I'm not saying that at all. I've helped women lose weight, but you know how it's done? digging into the layers because if you don't figure out why you're holding on to it to begin with Mm -hmm. and you don't dig into those pieces they come back yeah it comes back or something else layers on it's like you move one obsession to the next obsession right yeah
1: yeah we're trying to find all these external solutions to the inward problem and that's not going to solve it yeah
0: yeah correct my goal in life, honestly, and I've, you know, I've had this conversation with multiple people. It's like, if I can help one woman at a time, then I've already did my job. Right. But the truth is, is that I want women to in the moments of their day, the pockets, because let's be clear, we have those hats that we wear and we don't always have these pockets of silence, but in the pockets of silence that we have, I want you to treasure them because you're happy with who you are. Do you know how many women I talked to that don't ever wanna be alone because they don't wanna be with themselves? Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's not okay. Like we have to, you need, I want you to want to be by yourself and I want you to yearn for that, those pockets. I'm not saying be like a hermit crab, but I want you to yearn for those pockets so you can like cheer yourself on and be like, I'm awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, where you can actually walk past the mirror and be like, oh, hey, like, yeah. I'm doing great today. Like, yeah. oh, there's my best friend in the mirror. Yeah. Most yeah. times we kind of avoid it and we're like, oh, my goodness, I don't
0: even want to look because I know. Hey, listen, I, <laughs> I am not going to sit here and say that I don't walk past the mirror sometimes and go, whoa, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> right? So if I yeah, I do. Like, I, I'm a human. I'm human. I mean, there are days that my I'm like, I said to you this morning, I was like, I'm glad I showered. but. Yeah on some days I don't. And, and I look in the mirror and I'm like, wow, what happened? It's like the tornado came through. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. But you start to recognize those days <laughs> where you're like, okay, you know, I'm avoiding the mirror and it's because, well, I haven't showered in like two days. I've been crazy busy. I've done this <laughs> and that, you know, my hair looks like a mess and everybody else says it looks great. And I'm like, it's oilier than everything and just needs to be washed yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like, we're, we're our own worst critic with those things. And with a lot of things, but you know, if somebody else said, oh, you know, I look horrible, like, well, you're fine. You know, i make all kinds of excuses in the world why they shouldn't be putting themselves down, but then I won't make those excuses for myself, you know, so yeah. we have to learn oh, yeah. to do that, to love ourselves. And I feel like, you know, just in the past couple of weeks for myself, I've really been learning that more of like, you have to love yourself because that's just going to fill you up and mm. overflow to everybody else. So whatever goals that anyone's trying to accomplish, it begins here, it begins with me first, before I can really truly make an impact for anybody else. Yes. So, if, you know, that's what you're trying to instill in these women of, you got to learn how to be confident in yourself, regardless of what diet you're using. That's not going to be the, the end all destination that's going to fix everything to give you confidence. You know, it starts now, like today. <laughs>
0: you don't have how- to- yeah, that just happens to be my vehicle. I mean, you know, health and wellness has been something in my life that's been just like, I always come back to it because it's yeah. such a huge part of who I am and what makes me, me, but mm-hmm. you can apply the same, the same concept to anything. Like think about you're just in business, women going into business for themselves, starting a business is tough. It's mm-hmm. not easy. It's not rainbows and sunshine and, and roses every day. It's not. Yeah. So when you think about starting a business, you do have to tap into that inner confidence and you do have to tap into that self-love because that's what keeps you going. Yeah. And if you feel that on a regular basis, then when you have to make those hard decisions, like I just had to do recently, it's like, okay, here's my life. Here's Mm -hmm. what's going on. I've bit off more than I can chew. Now I have to pivot.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And it's not, it's not a failing. I'm not failing. It's like, these are my own expectations that I set on myself, recognize yeah. that and go, okay, what feels good to me? Because I didn't restart my business to be unhappy. I mm-hmm. restarted my business because I want to give back. And because I promised myself this time around that the hustle mentality was not going to be part of the product, right? It was not yeah. going to be part of the process because that doesn't feel good for anybody. No,
1: no. So you can
0: apply the same kind of ideas, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, your vehicle of using the health and wellness, I mean, it's like you said, it's what you know, it's what you're good at. It's where it's been a really large part of your life, you know, over the past several years. And honestly, it's something that so many people struggle with. And it's kind of the first thing we tend to lean towards of like, well, if I'm not taking care of my body, then I'm losing out on so much more that I could be doing because anytime anybody's not in a good physical state, when we're enduring pain of some sort, if we're enduring some sort of physical issue, health issue, whatever it is, we can't function at our full capacity. So I think a lot of times people go to that avenue first of trying to find a solution to, you know, whatever health cause they've got, or if it's, That nagging thing on their mind of like, if I just lost 10 more pounds, if I just lost, you know, whatever, or if I just can get back to this size or something, you know, those little barriers are something that a lot of people do need to address first, you Mm -hmm. know, taking care of themselves, not only mentally, but physically.
0: Mm -hmm. No, exactly.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that, you know, that's a really great way of just, you know, (laughs) telling your story. Like, (laughs) I love that. And I mean, and you really spoke to the why behind what you're doing um and how you're coming about and just sharing that with everybody mm. um you know so like what would you say your biggest message to your market is you know you kind of covered that a little bit but if you summarized it what would that be
0: you're always enough like i i believe that if i could leave a message with anyone it's like you are always enough no matter what's going on in your life right so you can apply that to anything it's facing all of those fears that you have about whatever your dreams, your hopes, and just recognizing like, Nope, you are enough. You can do this. Mm-hmm. It's literally one step at a time, no matter what you do in the world, whether you start a business, whether you go on it, you go into a different path, you quit a job, whatever it is. It's like that always takes with one step in front of the other, you know? Um, I used to love the saying, like, we all put our pants on at the same time, like the same way, not same time same way. Right. We all put our pants on at the same time. And it's like, I, I can't, I absolutely detest the imposter syndrome that I see everywhere. Don't get me wrong. Do I sometimes look and be like, man, I wish I was first. Yeah. I mean, I'm human. I'm human. Mm -hmm. And we're all human having these human experiences. We aren't, this is how we, we are emotional beings, yeah. but I, I know the difference, right? I understand the distinction. It's like, okay, knock it off, move forward. Mm-hmm. What's your next step? What's your next step? I'm not asking you to leap, you know, a hundred feet here. I'm asking you to take one step forward Yeah, and recognize that that's where it starts. It's not one day you wake up and you're like, I'm enough. No, you got to put the work in. Mm-hmm absolutely have to do the digging and you have to be friends with yourself I think yeah. I guess that was a very long message <laughs>
1: you are enough be your be friends with yourself yeah yeah. Friends with yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's awesome yeah I really you know and it's funny because I think that message is kind of out there as in you are enough mm-hmm. but we really don't solidify that and take it to heart as much as we could you know i mean Mm -hmm. we as much as you would say it to somebody as much as i could say it to somebody it's never enough until we really begin to say it to ourselves Mm -hmm. when we can say to ourselves i am enough right where i am it's not when i get to this other point because even if i take the next six months and i learn all this stuff i'm still probably going to be left with the fact that Thinking, am I enough? You know, or do I need to learn more? Or do I need to try something else? If we just accept the fact that I'm enough where I'm at with what I know, then anything I add on top of that is just going to make me better. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, but accepting that we are enough and that we can do what we need to do right now, I, I think, think is a big message.
0: Yeah, I think you. That's something that comes up for me when you say that is like there's process. How do I say this? There's like there's progress in the process, right? Mm-hmm. You make progress in the process. There's not a start. There's it's. Not, I'm not asking people to start from A and you're going to end at Z and then you're like, oh, you're good. <laughs> like that doesn't work that way, right? Yeah, it's a constant. It's a constant state of being aware. And then the other thing that I would say is that you have to, and I I actually learned this from one of my mentors and it it came to light recently from another mentor that I'm working with. And she asked me a question and she basically asked us, you know, like, what are you going to do when you hit the dip? Right. And I'm, and it's powerful because I think about this all the time because we all have it. Right. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is like, what are you going to do when you want to throw in the towel? When you're like, I've been doing this for six months, like you're saying, and I still sometimes feel like I'm not enough, or I feel like I still need to lose 10 pounds to start a business, or I still feel like I need to X, Y, and Z, right?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: No, prepare for that ahead of time. Know that it's going to happen. You are going to hit those roadblocks. I hit roadblocks. I just did this week. Mm -hmm. I mean, legit hit a roadblock in my own business because I'm burning a candle. And I was like, okay, let's take a deep breath, take a step back. I talked to a couple friends. I tend to like reach out to my support system Mm -hmm. and I end up talking, like I just kind of spill almost like a therapy session and I answer my own question because I already know the answer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oftentimes we we do kind of already know the
1: answer, but yeah, like you said, just being prepared for those. It's. It reminds me of you know the season we're in right now. It's like it's fall. It's going to be winter. Mm. Most of the time, people prepare for winter. You know, it's a hard season. If you're not prepared, it's going to be harder to go through it. You know, granted, today we have a lot more conveniences than they did hundred plus years ago, when they really had to prepare for winter to come. Yes, but the same thing comes in life. You know, we don't know when those dips are going to come exactly, but Mm. when we already are thinking about it, when we're in that good frame of mind of what am I going to do that I know is going to quickly bring me back up to where I need to be? You mm-hmm. know, cause I've every, every time it never fails. Like when I'm having good moments, like right now in the last couple of days, I'm thinking, okay, well, that Valley is coming before long. Cause the mountain I'm on where I am feeling really good, it's going to dip down. I'm going to go back into something that's I'm going to question. I'm going to doubt or whatever. I know I'm going to have to have a plan of what I know I need to do. You know, yes. whether it's like you said, you' reached out to your support people that you know the people in your circle that you can trust to just talk to or you know just taking that time to step back and rest like don't make any major decisions on your business life or whatever just take time to rest and rejuvenate and be like okay you know this is good take a take a step back and see the big picture type thing
0: yeah I often have clients make a self-nourishment menu that's what I call it um, it's basically a list of things that they can do when mm-hmm. they hit the. Dip so because when you're in that space it's you're so emotional right so yeah. for some people especially a lot of the people that i work with they want to immediately you know open the oreos and eat a sleeve right and then the sleeve turns into the whole uh, container and then they're like oh my god i ate all these oreos <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll start yeah. my diet on Monday. and yeah. I'm like, I'm i cannot
1: keep cookies in my house because it's like oh <laughs> i'll have one after this and then i'll have one after this and before i know i've had five of i'm like oh
0: no <laughs> yeah yeah, um, yeah. I'm not, a, I, I don't believe in eliminating anything, but I've come a long way in that respect. I mean, I definitely have my vices and I mean, mine are chocolate and wine. And I, I usually participate in savoring them almost daily. And yeah. I'm not ashamed of that. It's But I know, but I know that they don't trigger me at all. Like I enjoy it because I gave myself permission to enjoy it. So I don't need to eat a whole entire sleeve of anything. Um, have yeah. I in my lifetime? Yeah, of course I have. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I haven't, but I also don't feel guilty about it because I'm like tomorrow's new day or you know what? Hey, guess what? We have another meal and I can make that a better meal than I just did now. I mean, like, have yeah. I ever had cookies and wine for dinner? Uh, yes, I have. I'm, I mean, like I'm human, right? People are yeah. like, oh my god, you're a nutritionist and you've had cookies and wine for dinner. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> or, or I just chose it. Like, yeah, it, it's, I chose it. It's like I didn't feel like cooking. I was working on something. I wanted a glass of wine. I wasn't really hungry. And I made these. I, I remember the night. Exactly. And I made these like um, almond flour chocolate chip cookies. And I just sat there and ate them. And then like four, <laughs> four cookies later, I was like, oh, I guess it's my dinner. <laughs> nice yeah you don't feel I didn't feel guilty about it right so that's what I teach the women that I work with it's like listen
1: Mm -hmm.
0: we make mistakes or we have hiccups but it's what you do with it afterwards that makes the difference and keeps you consistent moving forward yeah yeah
1: that's true. Cause I mean, the guilt will eat us up quicker than anything when we're all of a sudden yeah. like, oh, I made a mistake. I really shouldn't have done that. You know, when we feel guilty for it. Uh, but I love what you were saying about that nourishment menu that they yes. make for themselves. Expand a little bit more
0: on that. Cause I, I like that idea. So I learned this years ago. Wow. In one of the schools I was in, I don't know. I've been to so many. I was, I have been to so many. So <clears throat> it just really st- stuck with me because it was really helpful. So, when you're getting to a place where you like, when you're, especially now, like I'm doing this challenge on these holidays coming up. And this is one thing I'm going to be talking about because it's so important, right? The holidays are this magical time. And you know, everyone loves the holidays for the most part, Mm -hmm. but what happens is the hustle and bustle gets the best of you. Right. And it's like your routine suffers. And all of a sudden you're eating too much and you're potentially drinking too much. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, and you gain all this weight. Right. Yeah. And there's a reason why literally between Halloween and New Year's people gain five to 17 pounds. That's insane. Right. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's not even too much. Mo- that's like two months of time. Yeah. So this nourishment menu is, is meant to be in place before you go into stressful situations, before you walk into the hustle and bustle of anything. Mm-hmm. So then when you hit the dip, mm-hmm. Right you have something to go to that you can use to bring yourself full circle, right? To bring you back to your yeah. center, essentially. You know, I this crazy memory in my, I don't know. Did you ever see the movie? It, it's a holiday movie. It's called The Rise of the Guardians. It was it's a child it's a children's movie. Yeah, I have not seen that one. You definitely have to watch it if you okay. um it's fantastic. It's one of the best kids movies I've ever taken my kid to see when he was little. And um, there's a bunch of like, there's the Sandman's in it and Jack Frost and Santa and Easter Bunny and all these people. Right. One of the things Santa asked Jack Frost was he he asked him a question and he's like, what's at your center? And it's, it was like, so enlightening to me. I've never forgot this because I believe this truly. Like, what is your center? And it sounds like so strange, right? It's like, what does that mean? It's Mm like, it's like, who are you at the core of your being? Come back to that space. It's like your homeostatic spot, right? It's like your center is that, is that safe haven. We all have it. People hide it. Mm -hmm. People buried it. But I believe that we all have it. Yeah. In fact, it makes me go on and go watch that movie because it like makes me, it brings me to tears. I'm curious now, I'm going to have to watch that. Jack Frost is like, what do you mean a center, you know? And and he didn't get it until the very end. Like he found Mm -hmm. his purpose. It's like your purpose. It's like, why are you like, everyone is, everyone is here for a reason and we all deserve to be here, Mm -hmm. right? It, It doesn't matter if you are the one that like changed the world, if you changed one person, which everyone has, no one can sit yeah. here and convince me otherwise. Then you have a center, yeah, that you need to find. Yeah. So this self-nourishment menu is really about bringing you back to that space. It's bringing you back to a place where you can just be and be at peace with who you are mm-hmm. and like yourself. And it's you use your senses to figure it out. So it's like okay, to to, to build this list, you know, you use mm-hmm. your five senses. When's the last time we did that? Like really uses our senses. So what are you seeing? What makes you, what, what sights make you feel joy? What smells make, like, what smells do, do you turn you on like that really bring in and invoke like these positive memories? What, you know, what do you hear? Like, what music do you like to listen? Like all the things, right? The Mm -hmm. feels and you, you answer those questions first and then you create a list that matches those because honestly, that's what you need because when you're in that spot, especially with the work that I do, especially around the holidays with women specifically, mm-hmm. they use food to numb themselves. They either eat too much or they drink too much, and they don't do it consciously. It's not like they sit, they wake up one morning and they're like, Yeah, I'm gonna like eat everything in sight and have a hangover. Mm-hmm. No, they don't say that. It's like yeah. they're, you know, their uncle is talking in the background because they're in a family situation and he's You know, annoying and never shuts up and says the craziest stuff, and they have a difference of opinion, or you know, they're just all the things, right? Yeah, yeah, without
1: thinking about it, we tend to go grab something and we're just like not even really consciously doing it exactly, but we're just numbing we're stressed. Like those nervous habits. Yeah. Yeah. We're stressed
0: out. We eat. If we're bored, we eat. If we're sad, we eat.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't have anything to do. I'm going in the kitchen. What can I eat right now? I'm
0: like, I'm not really hungry, but I am, you know, correct. So my nourishment menu is things that you do that don't involve food. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if that's your go-to now it can be, if it's not your go-to listen, it can be, if it's not your go-to. Um, but if, if your issue is emotional eating, Mm -hmm. And you know this and it's becoming an issue where it's really infringing on your lifestyle and it's it's holding you back then your self-nourishment menu has to be all the things that don't involve food yeah right because obviously that would be a trigger but yeah. it can be like some of the things that i love to do on my self-nourishment menu are i love i love to get a massage now it doesn't have to cost money it can literally not cost anything I've invested in um, a sauna blanket, right? So Mm -hmm. I will take a sauna blanket on my floor in my office, (laughs) right? Nice. Because I don't want to go somewhere because I don't have the time because of all the Mm -hmm. hats. But now I have something I can do or I do yoga downstairs because I love yoga or um, I practice meditation and mindfulness. Like those are some of my things. I read a book. Yeah. I am a total Hallmark Christmas movie nerd. Yeah. Which goes people that know me really well, they're like, I can't believe you watch that stuff. I'm like, it is like reading a book. I escape into a world. I get a kick out of it because they're all the same. Yeah. Yeah. It. And it like, there's some festive, like, I don't know. I just like it. It's mindless. Sometimes some of these things can be mindless and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking you to go re- re- read, read Tolstoy. Like I'm not asking you to do that. Yeah, It's like you have nourishment. Yeah. Right? You
1: have to do what nourishes you. I mean, those like the Hallmark movies, they're just feel good. You yeah. know, yeah. there's nothing that's like negative and down. It's like, you know, that every ending is a beautiful ending. You know, it, it's kind of like a hopeful thing. It's like, Oh, Hey, if they have yeah. a beautiful ending, there's hope for me to have one too, you know, yeah. but I love the idea of the nourishment menu. I mean, anybody can use that in any way, just, for anything not just emotional eating like you said but just in life because we all have those moments where we dip down and utilizing our other senses and whatever makes us feel good and fills us back up that's where we need to focus and use that in those times so I really love that idea
0: thank you for sharing that that's awesome (laughs) it's kind of like what people say well, I love flowers. I'm like, well, when's mm-hmm. the last time you bought yourself flowers? And they're like, well, my husband got them for me like a year ago. I'm like, what's stopping you from going and buying yourself flowers? Like, yeah. buy fresh flowers. Go do it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or go exactly. pick Exactly. We in can your treat backyard. ourselves, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> or go pick them in your backyard. Like, go do it. Yeah. Eat dinner on your fancy china if you have it, if that's your thing. Like, don't wait till the holidays because why? Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Well, before we wrap up, I have one question for you. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you feel um, about other brands or businesses? What about them helps to gain your trust?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Um, Mm -hmm. For me personally, it is all about being transparent and being compassionate. Mm -hmm. I can smell a sales, like a slick Steve kind of sales talk, like a mile away. Like I want to feel something. You need to evoke evoke an emotion in me. Truly like that's your purpose. Like, I think that some businesses do it fantastic. It's like Mm -hmm. they want to serve, right? And you can see the difference and you can feel the difference and they invoke an emotion in you that you're like, I want to pay attention to that brand. Because mm-hmm. that brand does it right, because they treat me like a person, yeah, it's like a number, and we all yeah. know the difference. We all know the difference, but that yeah. comes from being super transparent with your message, and being okay with that you may not attract everyone,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And then leaning in and listening to your audience as much as you possibly can, because some big brands it's not as easy anymore, right? Yeah. But And then taking that into consideration.
1: I like that. That's good. Because, I mean, it's something that anybody can work on, you know, Mm -hmm. being that open and transparent in being authentically themselves, you know, not being vague, not being generic, you know, being truly authentic. So, yeah. Thank you. thank you for that Kimberly (laughs) I really appreciate you being on my podcast my very first recorded podcast and uh, like I
0: said I'm honored
1: thanks for listening to today's podcast I hope this has been helpful for you and if so please share this with someone else so it can benefit them as well if you don't mind and you have a couple seconds please leave a rating or review on this podcast I would really appreciate it Also, I would love to connect with you, so hop on over to Instagram and let's be friends. You can find me at Laura Glass Designs. See you soon!